I, I just love it. Where's the party? Like wasn't Graham he Central Sly's bass player? Or, yeah, the yes. Graham Central Station. Yeah, popping and snapping those strings. Yeah, Christ, is he good? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He invented pretty much a whole. John, you don't have to be condescending. You don't play. have to be Come condescending. On. Yes, I you do. Don't have, Didn't I preface this, Kenny, Kenny, by saying I'm late you to did. the. You did. You are you well, you're, you're early 50 years late. <laughs> yeah, well, I was raising children, John. I wasn't oh, listen to you. as a kite listening L- to the radio all day listen, long. Listen to you. <laughs> listen Joe, to you. I just had a very rewarding discussion with John about Leonard Skinner, and he did not mock me or belittle Joe. me once. Well, he likes to do that to me, Kenny. That's right. I guess I'm just a punching bag. <laughs> you know who's really good that's a newer band? Well, they're not new, but to me, they're new the last 20 years that my kid finally made me listen to and I enjoyed immensely. The 1975. All right, then. Well, I don't, I've never heard of them. I'll be honest. Well, they've been around for 20 years. That's why I said new to me anyway. Do and, they play uh, Kung Fu fighting? They don't. The they, they play like a British thing mixed with soul stuff, kind of. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Singer's really good. The singer and guitar player, guy who writes the stuff. <clears throat> hmm. Reavers. Yeah. Are you almost done with that? Not even close. <laughs> Jeez. Not even what do you close. need? Your wish is my command. I got a great tip from Steve Mulholland. Something we should add to the scramble sounder. Oh, the I saw the that guy email. screaming. Yeah. yeah. Joe, were there so any the Graham Central the cuts that you love? With that is, or I yeah, I uh, but I forgot the name of it. Gotcha. So if you yeah. said the name of it, I'd know it. I actually just sold their uh, 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 anthology, like a triple, double, or triple anthology. Was he See? Sly Stone's bass player? Yeah. Well, why is that a stupid question? Well, we just talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, like just asked two and a half minutes yeah, but ago. Then I had to get up and go and print something, so maybe I didn't hear the answer. Yes, he was Sly's. Uh, yeah, I know, Kenny. I, don't look at me. Uh, he was the guy that kind of invented the whole popping thing. The, yeah. You know, the bunk, 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 that thing. Him and Stanley yeah. Clark. So, in other words, he remained sane and had a career. Yeah. Well, he came here, remember, and did a bunch of work with Prince. Okay. Tons now I want to hear that. Yeah. Love that. Was he in the group with Prince when they played Play That Funky Music, White Boy, at the L.A. Forum? No. Oh, that's that was a cool version. That was a female uh, well, bass true. player at that time. He, I don't think Hollywood he ever swinging. toured. He never toured with Prince. He just did all the stuff here. When Prince would do the concerts here and stuff. He'd Remind be like a, a, he, a guest, sort of. He played the verses on his guitar, right? And then they only sang the chorus in that version, right? God, I, I don't think remember. So. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. I don't uh, Frat, who do I got? Aqua? Yes. Joe. Something has to be done about this. What's that? Twice a week, you're just in dreamland because you got to edit this guy. I'm going to stare at you the entire well, show. You wanna... <laughs> okay, he's laughing, so I'm not going to educate you on how the flow of money works. So what happens really? is money. In order to do the show, yeah. we need this thing called 
revenue. revenue. Right, but does what? he is he get played today? Yes. Uh huh. Do you have play? any ads? Does he play? Do you play? Can you hold, please? In order to send your granddaughters to Taylor Swift concerts. <laughs> hey, uh, I got news for you. Those Chiefs Vikings tickets yeah. just went up. Oh, it's going to become a thing. You're yeah. sending your kids to that oh, game. If they she start just announced she's to go going to, NFL to the Jets games, game. You're crazy. <laughs> when she announces on Insta. That she's going to be at the yeah, US. Like Frank TV. said, she's all business. So how could this possibly help her? She can't get any bigger. She's this, tapping into the NFL machine. But machine. only the NFL can benefit. You guys, you guys, you're so cynical. This is love. <laughs> it must be love. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Kenny. I got frat written down. What else am I writing down? EcoFun. Good. Uh-huh. Motorsports. Uh huh. You know something, Such? I don't it? mind. I don't mind her. She's ambitious. She's I a hard worker. I didn't say I minded her. I'm she just. Writes, uh, she writes. She writes her own songs. And She's, I have to think everything she does, though, is very calculated. Of course. Well, that's fine. And she's willing to live that kind of life. Can you imagine how hard it's got to be to no, be? No, I would not want to live that. I want. I don't want to get to the point where i got to buy out the restaurant in order to have dinner. Right. I would like to be at that point. Rookie would like to be at <laughs> that point. That's all he's wanted his whole life. <laughs> I want the left side of the menu. I gotta go that back was to the cat in Milwaukee. Give me the left side of the menu and a diet coke. I gotta go back to the conversation about uh, uh, Taylor Swift because I'm curious what artist in the last thirty years do you think isn't calculated? I'm I'm just curious. Last forty years. Uh, this this uh, hillbilly that just came out with the song about uh, Richmond yep. rich guy. Yeah, he's not. There you go. There you go. He actually canceled a show because he found out his manager, which yeah. is some truck driver dude. John, again, you're being too clever by half. Well, no, I I don't. All I mean, John, is in this case, the calculations are terribly, might become terribly evident. Well, she's got to be calculated to be where she is. Are they terribly evident with the Rolling Stones? Are they terribly evident with you too? I think Angry, by the way, is probably one of their best songs they've done in ages. Well. Okay, that's not saying much. I haven't really had an album out in forty years. So. Jeez, I just can't win with this guy. I, I well, I don't. I, it's fine, but it's I don't. You know, it's not on the level with the stuff they did in the late sixties through the mid seventies. Oh you know. God! <laughs> me. When Brian Jones was alive, was he the lead guitar player? Uh, they both uh, traded parts, and Jones played a lot of instruments. So, like, he played the sitar on Paint It Black and other stuff. What about so they, Bon Scott? Was he? Uh, <laughs> he worked at a car wash, I think. Joe, do you know who Bon uh, Scott is? I do, uh, Kenny. He was an ACDC singer. Okay. All right. <laughs> Color me Let's impressed. Do Let's do a music show. <laughs> Joe, I want to know, because we didn't talk about it off the air, where do you fall down on this stupid argument about the production stupid. value of Tim? Yeah, that's uh, been. A big I, thing. I don't know what the current argument is. Oh, it's been mastered and remastered, right. and Paul didn't like it originally, and blah blah blah, and all the snobs, you know, uh, the the super fans and snobs hated Tim for the way it sounded. It was too commercial, and blah blah. blah. I've always loved the original, the original version of Tim. You know who I've I think would make a really it. interesting guest? Tommy Stinson. Yeah. 
he remains somewhat sane and actually has had a career. But can you imagine how big they would have been if they didn't allow Paul to sabotage their career? It would have been this country's biggest rock band. Who's Tim? <laughs> oh. Well, it's 12 o'clock. Frataloni's okay. uh, Ace Hardware. Rook, I lost uh, the I uh, liners. I love Rook. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I felt iota to myself. <laughs> I don't know where they went. Uh, Kenny, I need a Maple Grove in addition to Scoons today from you. Sounds good. And then, Rookie, at some point, I'm going to need Escape and Masonic. Today. I see where. Well, I probably shouldn't say it on the. I'm going to be eating Never ketchup mind. ketchup sandwiches uh, late October into November. Let me tell you something. Times are getting tough in the Olson household. Jess is um, one of Jess's best friends. Just lost her dad, and one of her favorite things about him was he used to make butter sandwiches for them as a kid. Butter's coming up on the ride. <laughs> What's, Meaning, what's wrong with that? No, that that's just so funny that you mentioned ketchup sandwiches because we were just talking about butter that's sandwiches a, that, this morning. That's a delicacy at our church. Open face white bread with butter on it. Here, <laughs> I consciously have never eaten butter. I know it's part of cooking, so I've eaten butter, but I've never consciously eaten butter. I've never put it on a sandwich. That is weird to me, Joe. I just don't no. like the concept. Huh. You know, it's just sure. and gravy. God, it's the are, same thing. I yeah, yeah, I don't get the gravy yeah. thing at all. Really one of my one of my favorite lines is when we talked about gravy last week, and Kenny said, "I can drink it out of a cup, out of a flask. <laughs> oh, oh, carry a flask God. of gravy around. <laughs> gravy. What a what a concept. Ryan made oh, some really man. good steak medallions today. Those were those were really good. Making gravy yeah. is an art. Good job, Ryan. It's it's a true art form. Look, is it everything is, off yeah. out there? I agree. And the door shut. Yep. The lights are off. Fratelloni's yep. Hardware and Garden Stores. What do you mean? Oh, uh, good. The music show's starting. Yep. Here we go. Hey, One, you guys heard about three, Larry four. Graham? Larry Graham? Yeah, how about Skinner, Kenny? Best bass line ever. How have you never heard of Larry Graham? I didn't say I That's didn't so hear cool. What did, I'm late to enjoy what he did oh, with cool. Sly Stone. I misheard you. Well, if you'd put the doobie down and... <laughs> if you'd quit reading about taxes and stuff. Joe, are you ready? No. <laughs> I'll keep editing. <laughs> oh, hey, before we start, did you hey. um, did you knock one out for Sunday yesterday? So Yes. We're good to go today. We can no, relax. because we've got ourselves at tea time. Yeah, but it's not till 2.20. Oh, well then. Well, we can go till 2 then at least. We can go till uh, one thirty, like normal, quarter to 2. Not about 12.03 now. Frataloni's. <laughs> Joe? Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1160, the post Frank Caliendo show, September 28, 2023. 91 degrees on this day. Good thing they weren't running the marathon. That was in 1898. And it was 26 degrees for a low on this day in 1942. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. 
with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, <coughs> and the keeper of <coughs> your mayor, I, uh, Sushere. I have a question, Mr. Sushere. Yes. You told me, and I asked you twice what year, and you told me 1887, but you just said 1898. I'm a little confused. No, that's point. the record for today, was 1898. 1898. Okay, so 1887 91. is for September 30th or 29th or something. All right. Oh, hello? Car- carry on. Can you well, here, here's what John and I are discussing. John has this wonderful newspaper site where he can reach into the past and get a perspective on current matters and we are being told that uh, runners are going to face excessive heat problems Sunday for the marathon and uh, again we're at the point in life where uh, we're not accepting anything uh, every every day is, is considered unusual and the fact that it's going to be warm on Sunday is considered unusual and uh, only to discover that beginning tomorrow, the 29th, uh, in 1887, you had three days in a row where the warm weather, weather records still hold to this day. Okay. On September 29, 1887, it was 89 degrees. On September 30, 1887, it was 87 degrees. On October 1st, 1887, it was 87 degrees. And I uh, I asked John to go into his uh, magic site mm-hmm. and see if uh, at that point it would have been with the Minneapolis Journal you discovered? It was the journal, yes. Minneapolis and they probably journal. don't say a damn thing about it. They don't. The only thing they say, and I'm guessing prognostication in those days mm-hmm. was not very good because no. there's a little weather thing on the bottom and it is Dateline Washington, so oh. everything must have come from Washington. Oh, and it said it said the high on the 29th was going to be 61. So well, they, they were just, that, a bit, they? just a bit off. Yeah. But then when it hit uh, 87, I doubt that if anyone felt catastrophic about it. No, I went to the next day then. I went to the 30th, and there was absolutely zero about the weather. Some clown in the Tribune today wrote an editorial that might as well have been addressed to me, according to Kenny. <laughs> Dear... Joe, <laughs> Joe, you denier. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Where do you start? No, you, I mean, you, you do this. Hmm. Now, do you recall yesterday? Where's my wonderful note from uh, from Downing? Oh shoot, where is it? Uh, Downing had a great note. I thought I had it with me. Uh, you'll note, you'll remember that yesterday we didn't get to give it much time, but we learned that. Researchers at Columbia University are attributing climate change to an increase in drug and alcohol use. Right. Uh, hmm. They said when the weather gets nice, people tend to relax more and uh, enjoy uh, beer, for example. I thought we did talk about this. Well, on we Tuesday. did, but we didn't we, give it much time. Oh, gosh. We okay. did, and I think you're interpreting things a little too intensely. Um, I don't know what the word would be. Well, Downing um, said that we face now a future of pleasant weather warnings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> There'll be a pleasant weather warning this weekend, so stay inside until further notice. Don't enjoy yourself. See, I contend that this has always been the case. When it's nice out, people party. 
And I think you could go back 100 years and find the same thing. John, look that up. Case in point right here. What am I going to do this weekend when I'm off? You are going to party. I'm going to party. I'm going to bang Christmas lights. But what? The, oh God, help yeah, me! Yeah, we're ready. But what the what the researchers <laughs> are saying is that that partying is driven by climate change, and that the climate change is driving an increase in alcohol and drug abuse. To which the guy in the Star Tribune probably eats that up. He probably buy. Who is this clown? Well, while you're looking that up, I will say there was a great song lyric by a, a certain gentleman, and he talked about his his girlfriend. He said, "My girl likes to." Party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Michael Mann of the, uh, wrote this for the L.A. Times. He's Presidential Distinguished Professor and Director of the Center for Science, Sustainability, and the Media at the University of Pennsylvania. He's the author of the forthcoming book, Our Fragile Moment, How Lessons from Earth's Past Can Help Us Survive the Climate Crisis. To which I would note, Michael, uh, let's take a lesson from 1887 uh, when we had three days in a row where the warm weather, weather records here in our neck of the woods, Michael, still stand. I wonder what we could learn from that. Uh, I, I don't think we can learn anything from it except I consider a spate of warm, can we still say Indian summer? Of course, you have to. Have, Indian summer has to follow a frost, doesn't it? Boy, yes. we need a frost yes. bad. And we haven't had a frost yet, but to my knowledge. Right. Uh, in any event, uh, I, I was not swayed in any way by reading Mr. Mann's editorial. Uh, he's uh, spouting the company line there, and uh, I don't spout the company line. I am a denier. And what he said was, uh, yes, the climate always changes. He, he is attributing that now to a way that deniers uh, like me speak. Well, but he wants us to believe that the climate is changing faster than it has previously. Correct. Oh, well, I, I, uh, I'll go back to my lilacs. We're going on six, seven years now of the same damn blooming date. Now, hmm. I realize, I'm not that dumb. Okay. I realize six, seven years isn't much. But you know what? Either is 100 years. I to say that. this was the warmest summer in the northern hemisphere in history is is nonsense you have no idea you don't know right. you only know going back about 150 years you don't know you just don't I, uh, know i am I, i'm <laughs> going to step i'm going to step out all in here limb here joe i'm going to depart from both you and the climate change activists and uh, you guys have been fighting for a long time my new policy is bring it on the climate cannot change fast enough let's go let's go wow uh, bill stein and i want you to know that we have both withdrawn from the twin cities marathon though due to the excessive, oh, heat, excessive heat okay <laughs> with the threat of global warming making this weekend's marathon the hottest on record what's that uh how many years old is the Marathon, about 45, 50 uh, years old. Let's check. The powers that be have strictly warned that any senior runners with any medical conditions must not run in this marathon. While at least we tried, we can always proudly put on our resumes that we were ready to compete in the Twin Cities Marathon, but were unable to because of atmospheric conditions which forbade our competition as much as we fervently desired to. I assume our participants participation medals will be forthcoming bill so bill and i are dropping out 
Uh, the first Twin Cities Marathon took place October 3rd, 82, after both Minneapolis and St. Paul combined their separate marathon events. Its earliest predecessor, the Land of Lakes Marathon, began in 63. No, I'm going with the Twin Cities Marathon, and you say that was 82? 82. I, I thought it was I, the 70s. That's interesting to know that. I learned today in the newspaper, and I wish I would have ripped it out. I didn't think we'd talk about it, that uh, the running, the sport of running, is actually a Native American sport. And um, the the lady moved up from the southern United States, and she's made it her mission to uh, bring back the running to the natives. And she's right. All the books I've read about Native Americans, they had all these running games, long distance even, Joe. Long distance. Well, they... On had, the prairie. They had no other mode of transportation. Well, they were doing it for fun, is oh, what I'm saying. Well, so did the fun. Greeks. How do you figure that into it? You know, the first Olympiad was... Um, Landbridge? The first marathon right. was, what, Spartacus to Athens? Yeah, who or? sponsored that event? I Who's think it was Coke. Okay, Coca-Cola, yeah. yeah. Been around for a while. So her beef isn't actually with us. It should be with the Greeks. Well, I think her beef is an example of revisionist history. I'm well, glad they, I'm glad the natives had running games, but about a thousand years before that, so did the, oh, so did the, so did the Greeks. The climate has always been changing. That's right, Kenny. Hey, think about that during the Ice Age. I bet you had some pretty low lows, huh? <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. you go up, you heat them up, and you cool them down. That's Matthew, right. you read the editorial. <laughs> yes, wow. I wrote it for you. Well, we've ruined Run some... that by me again. Oh. I can't remember the formula up here. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. you. The other day, while I was enjoying the movie, we bought a zoo. I think I've heard of that movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, it will make you cry. Okay. I was very uh, invested into an emotional scene of a father and son arguing with each other. Uh, but the moment was ultimately ruined when the father said, I would love to teach you how to shave. Let's shave. The only thing I could hear from that moment on was this screeching imitation of an F-35 jet followed by laughter of you five chuckleheads pushing back and asking questions. Nick from Winona, Minnesota. God, that's wonderful. He's from Winona? He's from Winona. Uh, Did you see how that marketing campaign was put on by Winona? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we've, you did see that? Okay. We've talked we about talked it about on it. Uh, Krabby <laughs> you two were weeks here. in a row. Yeah, we talked Yeah, I know, but we at the time didn't know who put it on. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yes, we did. Matthew. It was Winona. <laughs> Matthew. What? You all right? Yeah. I remember talking about it on the show, but I don't remember knowing that it was this lady from Winona that it was her idea. <laughs> Jesus, you're so... I must have been taking a shave during that. So we, uh... <laughs> We're, are we recording right now? We are, right? It yeah, seems like we're doing a show. Did, a lot of people are. like to take a shave. Did you guys know, uh, I was just went to the Greek uh, Olympics, that they did everything naked? I did not know that. Including, wow. rest, including wrestling. Speaking, which speaking of which. Like yes. the, sprint, the sprint would be a fun one to watch. <laughs> speaking, full of, sprint. speaking of which. Yes. I wish everybody would maybe settle down and quit interrupting so much. It's going to be so warm, I'm excited to party. <laughs> Apparently, we're going to have uh, lunch. <laughs> we're going to have the British TV show where the contestants are completely naked. Yeah. And you you judge how you're going to choose your date by looking at the swimsuit areas. Wow. Have we sunk that far? You know, yep, here. 
far. That's pretty far. That takes the fun out of seeing the heavies for the first time. Oh, boy. The heavies. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that surprise? You're like, holy cow. Wow. Well, you get the, blessed. <laughs> you get the full. And now I'm full blessed. Monty. Full Monty. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I don't like it, that. It goes in segments, though. Uh, they start with the feet and move up. And you just keep asking questions, and eventually everything's exposed, and it's weird. It's weird. Huh. Anyway, that's but the uh, I would be thing a little I too sheepish. I'd be a little too sheepish. But here's the deal. It's going to be like naked and afraid. We're not right. going to be able to see anything. No, no you, you see, see everything. No, you, see you see everything. everything. Or everything. it's going to be like naked and afraid, and you're like, ew. No, no. You're, you're you. You might be you, but you're seeing everything. So everything. is it going to be on HBO or something? Apparently HBO, HBO Plus. HBO oh, Plus, okay. Yeah. All right. And, sure. um, you know, my theory is rather antiquated for your taste. Yeah. I think people look better with clothes on. I think the imagination <laughs> Leave is... a little something to the imagination. I have, Thank I'm, you. With you. I'm with you on that. I've had a theory about this for a long time. Sure. And um, I'm not, I don't think I've ever discussed it with you. Skinny girls look better with clothes on. Thick girls look better naked. I'm, I'm on a, that. I, I'd have to consider that. That's Kenny. Kenny's mission statement. Well, Thanks, Kenny. That's hanging on the wall of the Krabby Coffee Shop. May I? Uh, may I announce a confession to me? Yes. I'm very, very, very disappointed in myself for yes. yesterday's show. Yes. When Frank and Rookie were doing the dueling Trumps, right? Yep. Uh, give me a little. Taste again, please. The dueling Trump. Okay. Well, the the term a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. And I didn't play this. A lot of people like to jog. He oh, would have yeah, had a field day <laughs> yeah. with a lot of people like to jog. Like to jog. A lot of people. I thought of that this morning. Why did I not play a lot of people like to jog? You know, normally um, I defend you, but you're right. You really messed I up. I really messed up. You defend yeah. him? Uh, so we have seen the preview for the show. Oh my God! Uh, Royce and I did a little, oh, God. did a little preview. Hey, Ruck, let's break the internet. He let's says, "Let's break the internet." So they took it's their the one shirts with our, off. Our shirts off in the studio. Our first lady, Michelle Obama. Well, this is reported on a variety of sites. It's true. She appeared in Munich, Germany, and gave a one-hour speech on the sidelines of the annual Oktoberfest the beer fest in Munich uh, to a company called Bits and Pretzels. Uh, the, the company is called Bits and Pretzels, uh, and they had a Bits and Pretzels founder festival. And she apparently uh, topped the list of people that participants wanted to take part. And so they brought her over, and she was paid $741,000 for one hour. Uh, overvalue that, and 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 all I bring it up for is that she sh she is never to be allowed to ever lecture anybody about privilege or any of this other BS that these people made their calling card. Seven hundred grand. Uh, organizer said Obama topped the list of people who wanted to who they wanted to see, and and uh, so she, I'm sure they flew her to Munich. And uh, despite climate change, she was able to get to Munich, probably on an airplane, 
which is fine. Right. And I don't care that she made this much money. Go make as much money as you can. You're trading on the name that you've earned through the good graces of this country by getting your husband elected. But you have, you can't, you can't, she joins those who can't lecture us. Right. But she still will. She's yapping her flapper. <laughs> Matthew, what you just said, have you seen the Bill Burr stand-up thing about First Ladies and Michelle Obama? No, it's but his, I'm writing that down. He's, it's hysterical. He wishes they wouldn't talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed that Kamala apparently has been locked up somewhere? Yeah. We haven't heard a word from that weeks now. Yeah. clown. Uh, in any event, isn't that something? Uh, $741,000 for an hour at the Beer Fest in Munich. Well, that's great work if you can get it, yeah. but you don't get to lecture me said. about anything, mm -hmm. especially after you return to one of your two Oceanside mansions but where you live, apparently despite the fear of rising sea levels. <laughs> you know how much Germans like to be told what to do. They love that. Well, she's... she's Follow orders. Yeah. I don't know what in God's name her... Oh, her topic was to do not be fearful of diversity and inclusion. Do uh -huh. not be fearful right. of diversity and inclusion. Right. That, okay. doesn't, that hasn't been Germany's main thing. I was going to say, it. that has a, been a surprise they didn't run her out of there. <laughs> that's a bit uh, different from Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber alles. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could, we could have a segment. It could be daily, it could be weekly, could be monthly, well, could be annually. <laughs> Or could be every other day or, <laughs> or every on, 10 years. On, on wasting government money. How much money are we going to spend to study the failed models of COVID? Oh. 18, right? Are we spending 18 Hold on. now? Where'd it go? Is that 17? Is that in the state or the feds? That's no, that's Minnesota's money. response. We uh, had a couple of versions that were thrown together over a weekend at oh. the uh, U of M. But and it's federal we, money, though, right, Kenny? Right. right. Okay. And we based our entire response oh. on version one and two. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to spend how much? <laughs> Back in 2020, Minnesota state government based much of its policy response to COVID-19 on a computer model built over a weekend by the University of Minnesota School of Public Health and Department of Health. It was to be blunt, a total failure. Version one debuted March 25th, 2020. Version two debuted April 8th. Yeah, but how much money are we going to spend? To 17 million. To study why to study. the models failed? Right. Uh, Minnesota is using a $17 million federal grant to learn from the pitfalls. $17 million. That seems like money well wow. spent. Rookie could do this on his way to work. Yes. <laughs> Not for, a problem. For what What do you need for this, Matt? A thousand? Two thousand dollars? A couple Snickers and a can of Coke. There you go. Here's the premise you should start with, as long as you're going to do this. The premise... Wait, wait. I'm, I, I'm why are you get, looking at me? I'm going to get entirely serious. Mm -hmm. Here's the premise they should start with. The country has never behaved that way before. Now, what kind of modeling could you have done to accommodate such unusual behavior? There, I've just given them about $8 million worth. 
because they're going to look for a premise. That's the premise. This country never fell apart in that fashion before, ever, so, ever, mm-hmm. including Spanish flu. What are you going to do when all roads lead to the WHO, the CDC, Fauci, um, whoever was in an office, all the politicians, and, as they say, Big Pharma? The Surgeon General. Surgeon, yeah, everybody. Everybody was complicit. And so were we for going along with it. Uh, it do, you think, do you think it has the ability to do that again, or are there, is there just too much knowledge out there? I think it will be tried again, but I think there will be an outcry. There, there will be so much resistance, yes. there's no chance <clears throat> it will happen. I, I completely agree. I'm not, I'm not willing to do and it. And I think that these people are smart enough to understand that there's no way the the public will go for it again. I don't yeah. think I don't think they are smart enough. I think they will try it and it won't work. I have seen an increase in mask wearing in the last month. It's all over the airport. I have seen an increase in it. Right, and folks are going in but for the um, there again. The booster. Yeah, you know? but there again, that's their choice, which yeah. that's completely fine. <clears throat> right. Uh, we have a tendency to take a shot at them, but it, seriously, who care? We we don't care. Well, uh, I from, learned my lesson when we were told. When we were going through our phase of being somewhat uh, light or, or, or mocking people wearing masks in cars by themselves, what we learned is, for all we know, it was some you know heart patient that just got out of the hospital and had to be careful. And you know, if, could, we, if we had been paying attention, maybe 10 years ago we saw people with masks, but we just didn't think anything of it. Maybe, maybe for medical reasons, some people... Uh, are uh, it's recommended to them that they wear a mask. Are, here's, Aren't I are being we, sensitive? You are. Are we sensitive. mocking the masks because we're not allowed to mock other things in life anymore? Well, we're not even allowed to mock them, really. Again, right. because yeah, it might be right. somebody with uh, some immune problem or something. Right? Here, this one's interesting. Um, uh, the loss of public trust isn't the only cost of getting it so horrendously wrong. Research suggests, among other things, that closing down schools during COVID-19 could cost each impacted student $70,000 over the course of their careers. I don't know how they figured that out. Yeah, or roughly $28 trillion in total. And that COVID-19 recession will cause 59,000 deaths annually for 15 years. That seems like an ass to... Uh, what do you call them? Ass statistic. Ass yeah. statistic. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems like it was pulled from somewhere. Right. Say, I, I know the uh, weekend weather forecast uh, could keep you indoors. There's a threat of enjoyment, and you don't want to be outside. <laughs> but in the event enjoyment. you do, riding your bike or your scooter from EcoFun, it's going to be a great, great weekend. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake in Burnsville, where right now, in fact, through October 9. The fall sale is underway. Scootstar electric bikes, 25% off MSRP. The Beach Star step through electric. I had a dream last night about uh, uh, getting an electric bike, uh, the mountain version with the had tires on it about the size of a dually pickup truck. What were you wearing? And I was so impressed in the dream of how comfortable this thing was. I was just kind of bouncing up and down in it, but softly. Do you, you, do you have bike shorts on? <laughs> yes. Are you comfortable? Yeah, I make a nice living. And I had a jersey on that looked like the uh, a pickle jar, you know. With, okay. With the it wasn't ads. the Tommy Kramer jersey. Yeah, no, no, okay. no, no. That's Pat. No, and uh, those Beach Star step through electric bikes are on sale for fourteen ninety nine. Bentelli e bikes are on sale. 
Yamaha full suspension mountain electric bikes are on sale for $34.99. That's a grand off MSRP. Bintelli scooters beat the man 100 miles at the 100 miles to the gallon. They turn every urban errand into an adventure. $12.99. Mm. Come on. How do you not have three of them? Let's go. Yamaha snowmobiles are taking your orders. Youth recreational equipment, side-by-sides, helmets, apparel, great service, great people at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. It's immediately west of 35 on Highway 97, and they got a big parking lot so you can get the test drive in, get the right fit, the whole deal. And in Burnsville on the service road of life near... uh, uh, County Road 42, ecofunmotorsports.com. Speaking of old TK, you guys follow Tommy on Twitter? I do not. Hey, come on over to Doug's Bar in Andover. No. We're going to watch the Vikes game. I yes. can beat that. <laughs> Did you see Tommy Kramer tweeted out if you... Uh, to no. bars. No. Uh, if you'd like me to come and watch the game with you, get a hold of me. That is so sad. What? Tom, you Didn't I stop. literally just say that? I thought you said uh, Tom Kelly. Oh, well, sorry. Tom. I don't think TK would ask Can, you. Um, I didn't either. It was one. I met Tommy Kramer. But, yeah, but I think you did say Tom Kelly. I said TK. He, he said TK, TK, and I thought yeah. it meant Tom Kelly. I, I did too until he mentioned the bar. Then I knew right away who he meant. Yeah. Oh. Can you, Jackasses, shut up for a second? Oh, I see. Uh, uh-huh. Sure. The the one thing <laughs> who that gets sh- the coin, you reavers? Who gets the coin? I gave it to both of us. Joe, the one I thing we should have brought both. up with the seventeen million, um, and now that it's it's been proven and everybody admits that our response was wrong, does that mean the attorney general is going to give back? Um, didn't he sue and take to court a few bars and restaurants around the state? Yes, he did. Yes. Are we going to drop all that? No. Forgive them? No. No. Shouldn't we? I think we should. I think you should bring that up. Well, let me get... And for know, the record, I drive to Canada to watch a baseball game with Tom Kelly. <laughs> yeah. For the record. I, I thought you meant Tom Kelly. Did you hear about I, this? Uh, <laughs> um, I need a Maple Grove, sir. I, uh... I want you to know during your ad, Joe, that I refrained when you talked about bouncing up and down from saying, did you wake up and were you bouncing up and down in the bed? I didn't say it. I have dreams where my legs hurt and I wake up and my legs hurt. All the time, yeah. Well, then was it a dream or not? I don't know. Well, it's both, isn't it? I mean, it's because you're, you know. Legs hurt. Yeah, your legs hurt. Uh, Wait a second. Maybe we shouldn't suit. State settles uh, lawsuits with two Minnesota restaurants. On the other hand, go screw yourself. You know that the Biden administration is putting uh, the illegals into the national parks? Are we on break? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know. You, yeah, I know you don't. Yeah. Um, did you see the video of the uh, 95-year-old Korean, uh, was it Korean War vet? That was kicked out of his... Uh, I did see that. Because we need to house the illegals. Well, we all know what this is. And I'm not 
I don't know what it is. There's a a little election coming up in about a year and change, Joe. Um, A lot of votes coming into this country. How are they going to vote, Chris? Just curious. Oh, yeah, because you don't really need to be. Can I interject? Joe, do you have a way to get email right now? Yeah. On my phone. Let's just Here's a Star Tribune story coming. How many illegals? Here's my phone. Voted in. <clears throat> Here it comes. Here it comes. Walking down the street. Uh, this is from uh, November 20th, 2021, what I just sent you. State settles lawsuit with two Minnesota restaurants that challenged COVID mandates. Yeah, shadies. Uh, yeah, $25,000 and $30,000 fines. And they got the money back? I, I'm i not seeing that. I'm just seeing that they had to pay. This is a 2021 story. Yeah, I don't want to do a 2021 I do story. have. But no, this is proof that they had to pay. Right. I do have uh, audio of the president. You had asked earlier. Yeah. At the strike. It's yeah. about 20 seconds long. It's All just, right, let's hear it. That and I have, um, what is it, Doug Burgum? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Burgum. I like him. Doug I like Burgum. him. He explained why Joe Biden's green agenda is responsible for the strike. All right, I'd like to hear that. That was from last night. Did you uh, watch any of the debate? I did not. I saw it from nine to nine thirty, and then I just kind of gave up. I will not watch. Even a lot of yelling and stuff. A lot of yelling. No. Yeah, they were. (laughs) They point say you answer now. Say Doug Burgum. And he'd say, get three sentences in, and then everybody'd be, no, I'm saying, is he North Dakota? Is that where he's from? Yes, he is, Chris. Yes, yes. Okay. Noted. Uh, (laughs) We're waiting. I I wish this had happened uh, on the fly because this would have been an interesting thing to spend a lot of time on and get uh, one of the owners of Shady's on the air. You ready? Are you going to skip it all together? Yes. So, all right, rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Surf on over to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Meet the owner, Rich. He's right there on the landing page. You'll see the best safes ever made, fitting and filling customer needs. That's all Rich cares about. Uh, The service, the advice, the guidance you get from Rich will take all the mystery out of the purchase process. I know you're going to have questions about the Liberty Safe, and he can answer them all. And I think you're going to be pleased with the answers when it comes to protecting our valuables. Maple Grove Lock and Safe, along with Liberty Safe, is the best option here in the Midwest. Rich has been at it for 30 years, more than 30 years, and they will have the right unit to fit your needs. Even if it's something that just goes in the nightstand all the way up to a vault door, you can get it from there. I would really encourage you to talk to Rich about what your expectations are. Um, and Rich also offers full commercial and residential lock and safe services. He'll even service car locks. That's how um, that's how good he is, including repair and refurbishing. If you hadn't had a chance, please hop on over MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com, or better yet, stop in and say hi, shake the man's hand. Sixty nine zero one East Fish Lake Road, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. You have our president 
uh, who visited Detroit. Trump claims he only went to Detroit because he heard Trump was going to Detroit. But that's neither here nor there. Our president was on the... uh, The picket line. The picket line. That's the first time in history that a sitting president has joined the uh, strikers. Hmm. I don't think that's they should do that. Uh, Wall Street didn't build the country. The middle class built the country. And unions built the middle class. That's a fact. So let's keep going. You deserve what you've earned, and you've earned a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, You know what the percentage rate they're asking for? 46%. Yeah, yeah. But I, I said earlier, and it, it certainly bears discussion, but maybe with someone more knowledgeable, uh, that we're seeing, however minimally, we're seeing the beginning. I, I, it would be too dramatic to say it. No, maybe not too dramatic. We're seeing the beginning of the end Uh of capitalism as we've understood it, as we've known it. Mm-hmm. There, it seems to me that the, uh, that the tentacles of the equity movement are moving into, to, for example, automobile manufacturing. The government has as much a seat at their board of directors table as any stockholder. The, what, what they're doing is they're following the government's orders for making cars. I don't think that's disputable. I, I haven't, there isn't a car manufacturer that I'm aware of that has said, no, we refuse to build electric cars. We don't believe in them. We're not going to do it. They all are doing it, some to a greater degree than others, but they're all doing it. They're doing it because because there's too much taxpayer money at stake for them not to. Subsidies for the people who buy them, subsidies for you to produce them. We have, we're entering a period where the car manufacturers are taking their marching orders not from, not from their private research, not from their marketing, not, their, not from their understanding of the consumer. They're taking their orders from the government. Now, you have audio of Doug Burgum. Yes, sir. Who's the governor of North Dakota. That's what I learned. He, he was among the Republican candidates last night in a debate. And he, you telling me, I didn't watch the debate, but you're telling me that he had something to say about EVs? Network is missing the point. The reason why people are striking in Detroit is because Joe Biden's interference with capital markets and with free markets. The subsidies, we're subsidizing the automakers and we're subsidizing the cars and a particular kind of car, not every car, we're particularly, we're subsidizing electric vehicles. And when you decide that we're going to take all of your taxpayer monies, take a billion dollars, subsidize a certain type of vehicle, and the batteries come from China, China controls 85% of the rare earth minerals. They're called rare earth because they're measured in parts per million. China is moving 100,000 pounds of earth in Indonesia, in Africa. They're literally destroying the planet so that we can make and make a battery that's in a car subsidized here. That's why they're striking, because they need two-thirds less workers to build an electric car. Joe Biden, this strike is at Joe Biden's feet. And then they all fall for the yelling and the screaming. I don't see what he said was wrong. No, it wasn't. Do you see the windmilling that's taking place? Ford Motor Company announced on Monday that it has paused work on a 3.5 billion electric vehicle 
battery plant in Michigan, citing concerns about battery plant, excuse me, mm -hmm. uh, citing concerns <laughs> about its ability to competitive, competitively operate the plant at a time when it remains locked in broader contract negotiations. Um, <clears throat> Ford announced in a ceremony earlier this year that it would invest $3.5 billion to build the plant in Marshall, Michigan. As part of the announcement, the U.S. automaker said it had reached an agreement with contemporary Amperex Technology, a Ningdi, China-based firm, to manufacture battery cells at the plant using services provided by the Chinese company. Ford CEO Jim Farley, that's a cut line, while Democrats, including Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, <laughs> applauded Ford's announcement since it was unveiled in February, Republicans and national security experts have blasted the company for teaming up with a Chinese firm with ties to the Communist Party on such a major investment. Yeah. Hmm. The, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the former president also had some things to say about um, President Biden's electric vehicle mandate. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, he was in Clinton Township. Michigan All at right. a podium. So, so what happens if the boat has an accident and starts sinking? Do you get electrocuted if the boat sinks? The guy said, you know, I've never thought of that, actually, but I think I gave him an idea, actually. Now, can you imagine the boat goes down and you're sitting on top of a battery? I don't, I don't feel good about that, right? In other words... I'm not you, sure you'd get electric. Yeah, you you won't. Uh, I do electrolysis to clean parts <laughs> in my shop. Do you it's electrocute D yourself? Well, remember, you had jets landing during the Civil it's, War. It's DC charged water. You you can stick your hand in there. Yeah. Every, everything's okay. I mean, reason. I'm with you, Don. I don't like See, but EVs, guys, but I'm not really worried suit. that an electric boat is going to suit. electrocute me. Pop the hood on one of those British crap cans of yours, and with your left hand, grab the negative term terminal. With your right hand, grab the positive terminal. No. See what happens. No, I don't. Let's not do that. I want you here on Monday. Nothing's going to happen. I want you here on Monday. Nothing's going to happen. I know, but I... Unnecessary risk, right? <laughs> it's an unnecessary risk. So you're not going to get electrocuted in, a, in an electric boat? Um, no. I had a serious question about this windmilling, though. Is this a glimpse into the future as the government increasingly shoves socialism down our throat? Of course it is. Of course it is. How, how else can you look at it? The plan for that plant had been considered for Virginia, although it never reached a final discussion stage. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin opposed the plant over China's potential influence in the plan and argued that the company and the Chinese Communist Party would have full operational control over the technology. Why in God's name do you want the Chinese Communists to have full control over a company in the state of Michigan, in the United States. I don't. And why, where is the hue and cry from environmentalists who claim that their sole motive for their hysteria is the preservation of the earth? You, can, you don't have to take my word for, up, for it. Google photographs of a lithium mine. That would be too disturbing. It's It's... It's incredible the destruction required to extract the minerals you need is incredible. Now, the same people might say, well, we think it's intrusive to sink uh, an oil uh, well into the bottom of the ocean. Well, it's less intrusive. 
Right. It's less intrusive. Well, maybe this is a ray of hope that the word is starting to get out. That doesn't mean anything's going to be done about it. EVs so far have been a virtuous toy for upper middle class white people. Mm -hmm. That's basically what they've been. So the moms that take their kids to the special soccer camp, they show up in a, a special EV and they think, look what we've done. We've, re we've really helped save right. the earth here. You're not saving anything. Including AOC. Right. Oh, funny you mentioned AOC. <laughs> you got something? She had some thoughts, Joe, on the, uh, the looting that was taking place in Philadelphia. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Miss Cortex. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. Well, that, she that's an old more. cut, isn't it? I, I don't think that has to do with Philly, does it? Oh, she, somebody she said, said that a long time ago. Oh, somebody <laughs> phrased this that that was in in relation to the looting taking the, place in when Philadelphia. You, when you rush an appliance store and steal all the TVs, <laughs> where's the bread? Uh, I suppose you could say, well, they're getting the bread by selling the TV, but that that's not why they're robbing the store. Oh, you don't think so? No, because they're no. hungry, Joe. No, I have a note here I from Jean Valjean. Yeah, it's from 2020, that clip. Darn it! Tim walked two ways in on this uh, topic. Organized retail gangs do exist, but they target high-end stores like Nordstrom's and Gucci, where they can run out with tens of thousands of dollars in clothing, which is easy to carry. The shocking security videos get lots of views on YouTube and cable news, and prosecutors respond to these high-profile cases if they can identify the perpetrators. But that's not what is killing low-priced merchants like Walgreens and CVS and Dollar Tree and Target. The most telling, and he's quoting a Wall Street Journal article I read, the most telling part of the Wall Street Journal article on Target is found in the second paragraph which shows a locked display case at a Target store. Inside the glass case are bottles of Advil and Tylenol. I can guarantee you that organized retail gangs are not stealing Tylenol from Target and reselling it on eBay. These are 5 and $10 items. It's individual shoplifters who are stealing for their own use. You saw it yourself at Walgreens. That wasn't a flash mob. It's individual shoplifters who walk out of the store with the impunity every day because they know nothing will be done to them. These stores in urban areas are suffering a death by a thousand cuts. And you watch, you watch like the mayor of Chicago who already wants a city-owned grocery store. He'll say that it's unfair of these corporate giants to close the stores because you're depriving our people of their necessary goods. No, your people have deprived other people from shopping there. And I did get my eyes open and in my small episode at a Walgreens store, what, two years ago now or whatever it was. Yeah, on Grand. I was, I was astonished because when I went back and found the manager and said, here, I have the license numbers for you. He said, yeah, okay, but it won't do any good. They'll be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. wow. Was that an email addressed to us, or was that something else? What was that? The one I just read? Yeah, yeah. Emailed to me. From who? Tim Buck, too. Okay. Who uh, always right. has uh, wise <clears throat> counsel. 
I, I don't know. I'm not going to jump in and say he's 100% correct, but I think he does raise a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably a, a bunch of both. Yeah. If Walgreens on Grand Avenue closes, it's not going to be because of organized gangs. It's going to be because three girls at a time are coming in and stealing beauty products. That's why they're going to close. But the footage that they showed yesterday and the the previous day in reference to this story, uh, what I saw, it was in a Target, and there had to be 12 people. They were all dressed in black, and they all had big bags and boxes full of items, and it left me thinking that this was more than just stealing for their own personal use. It seemed like a professional yeah, effort. I, I don't disagree. And we do have Black Lives Matter quoted as saying it's fair to do this because those are reparations. Black Lives Matter, which is what raised corporately over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Have they ever put a kid through school? Not to my knowledge. We bought have, a lot of vacation property. Have though. they ever gone into a troubled neighborhood and helped try to write it? I haven't seen that in the news. Have they ever uh, contributed money to a sick child but paid the hospital bill? I can tell you this, Joe. Have they ever done anything is what I'm asking. No, they haven't. Uh, uh, my daughter that teaches in the inner city to basically uh, black children. Right. She has never been approached in the last five years by Black Lives Matter to enhance the Anything experience. you need, young lady. Right. You uh, need crayons, pencils, yeah, yeah. your backpacks, yeah. food. Yeah. Nothing. They're, it's they're, never good, happened, at, huh? uh, no, they're really good at distributing signs, though. Yep. See a lot of right, signs. Yes. Right. Uh, mostly in the front yards of uh, white women, guilty. Mostly in the front yards of very expensive Prematurely gray-haired. Prematurely gray-haired 42-year-old women who want you to know that Black Lives Matter. Of course they do. But the Black Lives Matter movement, pardon, John? If you'd like to talk to somebody about this locally, uh, our good friend, the Reverend, uh, deals with them a lot and says the group here does tons of great work, but that's all on Twitter. I mean, you'd have to... Talk to right. Tim. Right. To, to really I think we have in the past, and he no. has established that, at least on this show. Did he have someone in his family get married? Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on Twitter, I saw I'm some wonderful sure. photos of really? uh, uh, Reverend Tim's, maybe his daughter. Uh, I really wish you'd stay off Twitter, Joe. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> you and the Trumpster. I do like it for the products that I buy that continually fail. Oh, jeez, you still buy them? <laughs> well, I'm a sucker for it, man. Right. <laughs> I damn near got a concussion with this wood splitter thing. I, the, the hammer bounced off the wood and hit the hit the metal rim, and 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 my shoulders went numb, and oh, it was just my hands tingled and. So when we get the news from the CP, we'll know what happened. Yeah, he was fooling with his wood chopper. Got it. He's got, got it. an axe stuck in his forehead. Right. <laughs> Why don't we come back with John Hyde? Yes. But first, you know, when you're chopping all that wood, you're going to work up a thirst. Chopping broccoli. So you are going to need the best water, like I do. I love a good water. How about ice cold water? Love it. It's going to be really hot this week. Does it Did make you know good that? ice cubes, that water from uh, Wonderful, wonderful yeah. ice cubes, Joe. It also makes great coffee. Hoffman Water, they, they are your people, by the way. Uh, Connecticut is what I had installed years ago. Very glad that I made the switch to Connecticut and Hofferman, and I think that you will be too. So get on the schedule. Have them come out and give you that free water analysis today. So call them up, 
4040. That's their phone number. You can also visit their website at HoffermanWater.com. You go on that website, you'll see every single system that they have to offer, whether it's a water softener, an iron rust, an odor filtration system, or a brand new drinking water system. The good people at Hofferman are going to be here to take care of you. And thank you to all the GLers that have already reached out to them for that free water analysis, by the way. They've been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please let the good people at Hofferman Water know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Joe, it looks like Tim's John. daughter perhaps got married, huh? What now? Looks like Tim's daughter got married, perhaps. Oh. When you get to your uh, midway point, John. Yes, sir. Will you throw it to the rookster? Sure. Grazie. We don't have a divider today because there's lots of local news. <laughs> Usually I try to divide no- local and national, but it'll just come right now. Actually, scratch that. Let's do this because I forgot Kenny's done. Okay. Rook, Rook, before, well, I got to squeeze in Scoons, so that's what I'm thinking. Rook, when we, as we bump back before John, why don't you give me an ad? Okay. Either one, I don't care. Okay. So, so what am I doing? I'm sorry. Um, You'll still pause, like this plane. Pause. Because <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll squeeze in Scoon over. So just, just so, go to so break. So take a break. Just take yep. a break. Just okay. take a break. Take a break. Got it, Prebs? Got it, Murph. Oh, wait, Murph's the one that talked like that. Sorry. Going to Faribault to watch tennis. Hey, hey. come with. It's my Let's niece's go. last home game already. At the beginning of the year, did you think Ooh. you'd be watching undefeated Detroit play at undefeated Green Bay tonight for no, the they both, division they both, lead? They both, they have, both have one loss. Never mind. <laughs> you and uh, TK going to roll down and watch and the old TK. ball game? <laughs> okay, they're both two and one. Yes. Correct. Yes. While they're playing for the division title. Well, the lead. lead. I, don't, in, I don't know about the title. Yeah, is it title. in Lambo? It's Lambo, yep. yeah. Yep. Lambo. Yeah, never mind. Tim did the uh, uh, ceremony, too, apparently. Huh? Well, he's well, a reverend. He's a reverend. Yeah. You know, when my youngest kid got remarried, mm-hmm. uh, the oldest kid I used to have. <laughs> Got a degree in the mail from some made-up church, <laughs> and he did the ceremony. Oh, that's cool! Yeah, beautiful. It was really great. Mm. Church of the 1952 car wash or something. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the weather in Green Bay looks delightful. Damn it! Damn. Yeah, we, we, it's Green Bay. Come on, bee. let's have some rain, snow, something. Well, not snow. Be not tough yet. in September. Yeah, snow would be a little tough right now. Because, like, it's still warm out. So, like, you know, it usually doesn't snow until, like, late October. You know, yeah, there's a blizzard in July. It's like a lot of people did trick-or-treating on snowmobiles and stuff. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> well, that's back when you were probably getting high as a kite, huh, John? I, you know, I, I never got high as a kite. That was Kenny, not me. No. <laughs> I'm Daddy. sitting here reading stories, <laughs> trying to be a. To, you started it, you bastard! You're the let's one. Let's go here. I got to get comment about me. About just an hour sitting ago. here. Why are you picking on oh, Kenny, John? Mister Innocent, I'm I sorry. I want to pay my respects to Joe. Are we ready? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've okay. Been there many times. I want to pay my respects to Joe Sucere, who, uh, in his own way. The mayor of Garage Logic makes an awful lot of sense out there. In his own way. 
Where was that? Uh, Center some, of the American Experiment. No, some big venue in one of the big hotels in Minneapolis. I don't know. So, Andy, how does it feel to have a famous father? Yeah. <laughs> he says that to you in the service, or Andy in the service. Grabs elevator. me and the kid and puts us on the elevator with him. That's God, cool. he is a cool guy. I mean, he whatever it is, he gets it. Got it. You know. I and David Copperfield. That's yeah. priceless. <laughs> yeah. That's priceless. Oh, here's John Height. Here's rookie. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Height's gonna uh, he's gonna he's gonna get to the news. But prior to that, if you need an escape, how about next I July, do. the 14th <laughs> through the 21st? Escape with us vacations has got you completely set. This is a, an eight day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik, and it is going to be a blast. I'm gonna be on this trip. I've got several family members on this trip. There's a lot of garage logicians on this trip. And if you would like to book, they've already filled up one of the boats, the Adriatic King. The Adriatic Queen is on hold. Which one are you in? Um, He's on the one, Queen. Whichever one. They're probably going to draw straws. And if right. I, if nobody wants to go with me, I'll just go by myself on the other one. But <laughs> You're being a little dingy being told. A little dingy being, but you know what? I'm still, I'll still be in Greece, baby. Glug, glug. If you want to get, yeah, not that's. Greece. I'm going to be partying. Greece. Or a Croatia, I mean. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures. It looks the like country <laughs> Sorry, guys. Which way are we going? Oh, my God. Uh, here's the deal. If you want the itinerary to, to verify <laughs> that you're not going to Greece, you're going to Croatia, oh. I want you to check out escapewithusvacations.com. No, it's right by there. Yeah. And you can see it. You see the little map there? I don't think you can see it. From it's here. not too far away. <laughs> it's like zip going into Wisconsin. Yeah. or being in Duluth. You can yeah. see Alaska from uh, oh. Russia from Alaska. What did the, the governor Matt, say? Finish the ad. Okay. Uh, if you 60. want to check out where we're going, what you get, what the price includes, go to escapewithusvacations.com. My two sisters, Teresa and Maria, have done this trip in the past, and they are experts, so you are not going to have any surprises. Do yourself a favor. Take a little vacation next year. Escapewithusvacations.com, and let's hit up Croatia. John Height. Thanks, Joe. Joe, who are you looking at? That's kind of scary. Let's do it. For what? Money? For partying. (laughs) Cash call. John Knight. In the the news, two Roseville area high school students are now facing criminal charges after school staff allegedly caught them with guns in unrelated incidents on Monday. Uh, The one's very complicated here. The one student, age 16, was found vaping in a school bathroom with another student and was subsequently brought to another room to be searched. Staff were reportedly worried he had a weapon on him because, quote, he kept reaching and digging in the front of his waistband. Well, school yeah. staff <laughs> school staff searched the other student first. When they unlocked the door to let the student out, the 16-year-old, the other one, dashed out the door too. Staff members chased him around the school. He eventually ran out of the building into the woods nearby. He was seen taking an object from his waistband, putting it on the ground, and trying to cover it up. A staff member went to the spot of the cover-up, found a 9mm handgun, and handed it over to a police officer. The pistol, which did not have a serial number, had one live round in the chamber and 14 more rounds in an extended magazine, according to the charging documents. Staff members found a gun on a second student then, age 17, after they broke up a fight and decided to search everyone involved. The 17-year-old, according to the report, became wide-eyed and frozen when informed he would be searched. The 17-year-old's girlfriend had also told staff he had illicit items on him. Uh, when I read that sentence, all I could think of was Chris Rock and the girlfriend going, He got weed! He got weed! That's all I could think of. 
The gun, which had obscured serial number and was loaded with a single live round, had been reported stolen from McLeod County. Both of these teens now are charged with possession of ammo for a gun by a minor. The 16-year-old is also charged with possessing a gun without a serial number. Again, these are two unrelated incidents. Isn't it amazing how often the woods come into play in these stories? Define the woods. Well, I, I, I was I was attempting to, but I bet it really isn't the woods. There's probably a stand of trees. Was this Roseville? Roseville High School, it's, yeah. Roseville's highly developed, and I happen to know well, where the high school is. 36 there's, and there's, a half. There's is... really not a lot of woods yeah. around there. There's <laughs> right. some trees in the back. Right. You know. I'm with you. I'm but with you. somebody's always running out into the woods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how big did you say the magazine was, John? 14? Uh, 14, right? It was holding 14. That's a, that's significant. That's bigger than the other thing he's packing Clearly, up this is the fault of the gun, that these kids had the gun. Yes. The gun said to the kid in the morning, you better take me to school. Was Does Roseville, Roseville have SRO? I don't know. It uh, said a thankfully, police... this was broken up. Yeah, and it said a police officer was involved in chasing him down, so I don't know if they called police or if uh, they have an SRO there or... I hope he mm. didn't touch the child, that sweet no. little learner. The child with a gun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stuffed in his underpants. Right. Kept uh, itching his undies. Different story. A 16-year-old wanted in connection with shooting that injured a Minneapolis police officer last month has been brought into custody. Sergeant Garrett Parton, a spokesperson for the Minneapolis Police Department, said the suspect was arrested Tuesday night during a traffic stop near Dowling and Morgan Avenues in North Minneapolis. The juvenile had been charged with second-degree attempted murder earlier this month. Remember this story? He was involved in the August 11th shooting of Officer Jacob Spees. He appeared before a judge on Wednesday, was ordered to remain in custody. Spees, a seven-year MPD veteran, was shot after following a vehicle that had fled an attempted traffic stop earlier in the night. He was hit in the shoulder and received treatment at a local hospital. Four people, three adults and a juvenile, were arrested after other officers pursued the vehicle until it crashed into a parked vehicle that evening. Two of those adults, 19-year-old Frederick Leon Davis Jr. and 20-year-old Navia Page, have been charged for their alleged involvement in the shooting. Court records show Davis faces one charge of second-degree attempted murder, in addition to a federal charge of unlawful possession of a machine gun. Page, meanwhile, is charged with aiding an offender. No charges have been filed against the fourth person in the car. Okay, that one clearly is the car's fault, just as the Roseville incident was the gun's fault. This clearly is the fault of the car. I'm looking at an aerial view of Roseville see Area High School. You see the woods? There <laughs> are one, two, three, four, five, maybe six trees That's a woods. On, That's the, a woods. Uh, on the west part of the campus. Right. But I, I do not see, like, the um, like Wizard a, of Oz No bears are in it or right, anything. Right, yeah, all right. right. How many trees do you need? What's the number? Yeah. What's what the number? number of trees constitutes a woods? All right. Well, you can't yeah. see the forest for the trees. Right. But there's there's not a woods at Roseville High School. No. There's not no. A woods. no. And six trees makes it really hard to hide if you're trying to get away from the police. Right. Especially if they're thin trees. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we're digging our way out of the forest and chopping away uh, with the trees. Danny? <laughs> Update on a story we had last week. Kevin Mason, a murder suspect who was accidentally released from jail in Marion County, Indiana, has been apprehended in South St. Paul, according Our to the bad. U.S. Marshals Service. They <laughs> say Mason was Whoops. arrested when a group of federal, state, and local law enforcement officers executed a search warrant at a home in the 900 block of Summit Avenue, South St. Paul, at about 1 in the afternoon on Wednesday, arrested without incident. As we told you earlier, Marion County authorities in Indiana 
Well, they let him go by mistake on September 13th. He faces one count of second-degree murder in connection with the shooting on July 11th, uh, June 11th, excuse me, of 2021 outside Shiloh Temple. Uh, Mason is accused of fatally shooting 29-year-old Dontavious Catchings in the parking lot while a funeral was happening in the building. Witnesses told police Mason left the state after the shooting. What's missing from that story, <laughs> Such? Laundry cart. I don't know, Kenny. Whose who's house and why was he there? Yeah, was it the uh, girlfriend? I will say that in the yep. news that I saw, that it was they figured he was going to be coming to this residence. Yeah, they staked it out. Undefeated. They yep. had to Smashing. be a pony. They're, they're yes. waiting till the throes of ecstasy could be heard down the block. Right. And then and they, they walked in. They walked right in. Yep. Uh, when you wrapped up there, uh, we got to go. <laughs> Without incident. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> While he was exhausted. Yes. <laughs> you got a cigarette? <laughs> the St. Paul City Council gave final approval yesterday to an ordinance that will ban smoking tobacco and cannabis in certain areas of the city. After the vote was delayed multiple times in the past weeks, council members voted four to three yesterday to pass the smoking ban with Nelsie Yang, Russell Belenger, and Mitra mm. Jalali opposing it. City spokesman Kamal Baker confirmed that Mayor Melvin Carter does intend to sign the ordinance into law. Last week at the city attorney's office's recommendation, a severability clause was added to the proposal to protect the city against any legal challenges. The clause allows for individual sections of the ordinance to be removed if they are deemed invalid or unconstitutional and pass the chamber by unanimous vote. Well, amendments approved the week before limited the ban to city parks and within 25 feet of entrances, exits, and windows of public spaces. The change will also allow business owners and the director of St. Paul Parks Direct to create designated smoking areas. Enforcement of the ordinance still set to be done through education and compliance. So if you're caught smoking in a prohibited area after your first offense, all you'll get is a small citation <laughs> and a warning. The panel... I was supposed uh, to be a petty misdemeanor. Originally. I don't think you'll even get no. citations. No. Say, John, this is, this. Yeah. this is a law that's not a law, as uh, far as I can tell. Well, because if I understand it correctly, the head of Parks and Rec can identify smoking areas in the parks. Correct? Yeah, yeah. That's how I heard it. Yeah. So and, and you're going like to say a, no oh. smoking in the parks except for that area over there. The white circle. Right. You can stand in the <laughs> yeah. white circle. Yeah. But this is how government works. First of all, I really want to congratulate the uh, the dozens of residents that weighed in <laughs> with mixed reviews. And then, I, Joe, I'm sorry to part company with you, but I think your girlfriend, Mitra, is making a good point. Well, Mitra is fearful that renters don't have enough. They don't have a yard to smoke well, in, so they need oh, to go to the park so to smoke. You jumped on that. What I jumped on is that um, are we really going to waste our law enforcement We're efforts not. on this? No. Yeah. No. And you can't even find them at this point. No. So it's a law that's not a law. Start yeah, your it is. It's a law that's not a law. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you folks in St. Paul, you keep me smiling, that's for sure. <laughs> Star Tribune reporting Hopkins School Board Chair Jen Westmoreland is running for the newly vacant 6th District seat on the Hennepin County Board and says her relationship with County Attorney Mary Moriarty will not be a problem if she's elected. 
Westmoreland officially announced her candidacy in a Facebook post, but has been laying the groundwork for a run, at least since former Commissioner Chris La Dontressa announced his resignation in August. Westmoreland acknowledged she and Moriarty are in a relationship and noted they do not live together. She said Moriarty has already notified county leaders of her need to recuse herself from anything regarding the special election. In a statement, Moriarty said she was deeply supportive of Westmoreland for taking this step. Westmoreland said her longtime focus on helping young people, families, and caregivers drove her to run for the 6th District seat. She added that she's lived her whole life in the district, residing in a number of its communities. Oh, really? I, I have, I'm sorry, I have to comment. Please do. Obviously, Mary is doing one thing correctly. She's in a relationship but they don't live together. Round of applause. Okay. That is Round a good point. Yeah. That is a very good, good point. Good job. That's there a very good uh, point. Good job. <laughs> Why don't we... Uh, He's wondering how you sign up for, for that. American values. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, the Garage Logic folks changed on Mary Moriarty. We judgment. love you, Mary. <laughs> Keep her going. Why don't we... Do yeah, take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I told you about that, didn't I? Told me about what? The uh, the couple that used to live across the street from us. That's, no. That's the only thing I took away from that story. Yeah, I read they, it twice. When we lived in Chanhassen, they, <laughs> they were a great couple, a couple of gals. They adopted a girl from Ethiopia. I forget where they adopted her from. Booga, anyway, booga. But I would shovel their driveway and do all that kind of sure, stuff. Sure, you know, what the do. hell. But when we moved, um, they came over with a gift. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, th- wow, this is... it's." This is really nice, but I think you misunderstood me when I said I want to watch. There, thank you. I tried to do it. They got me a nice Rolex. Uh, I want to watch. uh, Rob, I'm on the air right now. I'll call you when I'm done. (laughs) Wait a minute, Rob Rob O'Brien. I want to watch. In in Rob's defense, I just <laughs> yes. sent him uh, an email. Um, oh, so, nice. so the I'm, the nice. latest I've heard from hard working Rob is that he was playing golf at Indian Hills. Oh, ah, that's okay. He's made. I mean, you he's know, good for Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kenny's good for Kenny. <laughs> I I like me some Rob. Hey now. okay. Hey Rook. Bring it. Why don't you do Masonic when Johnny's done with the news? Because okay. the so schoons is right here. Look at the time. Yeah. Look at the time. Thank God you don't have to play it till 220. Yeah. <laughs> so just take a cold, Leroy, Chris. Janky. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Love it when the Apple Watch is fully charged. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. You know? said I want to watch. <laughs> <clears throat> How about the uh, the video of all the looters that took all the iPads and they didn't realize that they couldn't? Yeah, they can't access it. And didn't a couple of them have alarms that went off, Johnny? Yep, as soon as they uh, <laughs> tried it. The caption was great. Couple of Rhodes scholars, you're figuring out the hard way that you can't really steal Apple products, or it's tough. It's tough Why? to steal. Can't does an iPad work? Right, but they have to be activated by an. an Apple technician. So if I go to the Apple store and buy an iPad, do they do something to it at oh, the yeah, store? Oh, yeah, they have to set oh. it up for you. Oh. For that very reason, to de- 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 deter? 
Deter? Deter deter theft. I see. Where's Deter? Derek Jeter, wasn't that his name? Uh, Yeah. uh, Okay. We haven't heard from Gil in a while. That's okay. (laughs) Wow. Well, it's not for lack of trying. I certainly tried yesterday. Oh, my God. The first time Gil called in, though, and bitched at Roycey about Joe Maurer, I thought I was going to piss my pants. I was laughing so hard. It's it, What? Because wasn't it at first that Roycey thought it was a real call? Yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, Gil. Why Gil. did you put this guy Gil, what the? Uh, what yeah, gets rookie. How you doing, Gil? <laughs> you can always tell when Pat's thinking about a call because it's kind of like, um, uh, <laughs> real slow. Then he goes, oh, I get it. It's a fake call. Oh, Rook, Rook, how you doing, Rookie Gill? Oh, see, now all the town council people know that you're Gill. Oh, no. We, oh, we no. screwed it up. We screwed it up. Break. We're on break, right? We're on break, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, my stomach just blew up. Uh, more Democrats urging Menendez yeah, yeah. to leave the, Senate. Uh, Joe? Everybody wants what? to leave. Yeah. Uh, more yeah, Democrats want Menendez out. Yeah. Kenny, hold Menendez. on. Listen. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, Kenny. Calls. The, the deal is, we are taking calls. Oh, we just. 646-8255-877-615-1500. Call me take... with any traffic questions you may have. Our EHC. What am I doing? I, I use the EHC philosophy. Yeah. yeah. You know Which what is EHC? what? I don't know it. I don't call you at work. You don't call you don't me call at work. <laughs> Nope. That got us fired. Yeah, well. Well, you know what? Back when you were really call generated, you had a producer. You could be talking Are about. Are we on the air? No, I thought he got to it quicker than that. Hold on here. Hold on here. I just got a load because these guys are the fourth. On line 10. Gil? Yeah, Pat, uh, the fourth inning, uh, you can't go on pitch got a load. Because these guys are trained to go at least a hundred ten pitches, and he's yanking them out if they're going on to six inning, fourth inning, whatever it is, yeah. seventy-five inning pitches. Okay. This is this is a, they're making millions of dollars. Yeah, they should probably be able to pitch. Gil, more, you should you? have your own show. Gil, man. you need to get this voice. <laughs> you oh, are. This, I love this voice. No, I don't, these guys are pulling them out too, way too early. Hey, Gil, uh, could you say a phrase for me? Say there's going to be fines and suspensions. Say that. Just, just, just say that for me, would you? Who's Wally Carbo? Pitcher? <laughs> wow. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Oh, we showed up for one that day, yeah. didn't we? <laughs> you what? I don't either, but I want to hear him. We'll take Gil? his call every day. I will take Gil's call. Gil. He called back, too. I don't want to be mocked. Let me call back. Stop mocking me. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, are, are, huh? Are you ready? We, had, yeah. we did have our moments, yeah, didn't we? Did. Yeah, we did. Every once in a while. pretty good. We so had. We're trying. <laughs> Can we get going here? Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I just need a bumper song. I'm going to listen to that one I'm posting. I love that call. That was funny. All right, Joe. Let's go. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. 
In other news, uh, one other local note, Emma Crumbie's Apple Orchard and Store in Belle Plaine is closing. What? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This was, this was a huge I just deal. drove by it yesterday. The Emma city? Crumbie's in Belle yeah. Plaine. Yeah, Belle Plaine. You know it. Really? Oh. Well, even I knew it. What? What are you, a commie? Yeah, I don't do apples. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't go to the orchard. No, that place is great. Oh, I'm yeah. saddened by this. The city of Belle Plaine entered into a purchase agreement to buy the two parcels of land totaling about 30 acres for about $1.8 million. That, according to the Belle Plaine City Council meeting recording of August 7th, the city wants to turn the 15,000-square-foot building on the property into a police station. City Administrator Don Meyer told the council that staff believes it'll cost about $4 million more to turn the building into a police station. Uh, Emma Crumby's been there a long time, and as you can tell by our reaction... Uh, uh, pretty well known. They did have a restaurant too uh, that was located yeah. in the same place, but that closed up in 2022. So, oh, oh. So you go there to buy apples. Yeah. Well, you can yeah. still get like, hot dogs, ice cream yeah, floats, sodas, um, pies. Does the city of Minneapolis know that that was? I mean, Third Precinct. You know, Val Plain. Come on, close, close, close enough. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Update on the story we had yesterday. Dozens of people are saying now in Philadelphia face criminal charges after that night of social media-fueled mayhem in which groups of thieves apparently working together smashed their way into stores in several areas of Philadelphia, stuffing plastic bags with merchandise and fleeing. Police now say they've made at least 52 arrests. Burglary, theft, and other counts have been filed so far against at least 30 people, all but three of them adults, according to Jane Rowe, spokesperson for the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. The flash mob-style ransacking Tuesday night at stores that included Foot Locker, Lululemon, and Apple came after a peaceful protest over a judge's decision to dismiss murder and other charges against a Philadelphia police officer who shot and killed the driver. Those doing the ransacking, not affiliated with the protest, according to Police Commissioner John Stanford. He said they were a bunch of criminal opportunists. At least 18 state-run liquor stores were broken into, leading the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board to close all 48 of its Philadelphia retail locations and one in a suburb yesterday. Video on social media showed mass people in hoodies running out of Lululemon with merchandise, police officers grabbing several and tackling them to the sidewalk and them being arrested. Photos of a sporting goods store in a mall showed mannequins and sneakers scattered all along the sidewalk in the area. John, I hate to throw this at you. Uh, yes, but, sir. Uh, there's some breaking news out of the state of Arizona. It, appear, it appears Katie Hobbs is no longer the governor of Arizona. Republican Kimberly Yee, the state treasurer, <laughs> is currently the acting governor. There is no reason what why. Happened? Oh, I think we know why. Yeah, scandalous. Um, yeah. There is an official statement, though, with Arizona state letterhead on it um but chris was she removed or that what is unclear no. at this time but it's a statement from kimberly Yee, not from the office of the governor saying what that, katie do do you think she's the one that um rescinded the right to carry if i'm no that's, no, that's new mexico. mexico no that was new oh, mexico that was new mexico dang it. Oh. i i don't know it that that's but it, right this, it was new mexico this is just uh it's breaking huh. so I'll, after, I'll see if I can find it, find anything more. Yeah, I was going to say, go ahead, Chris, and then I'll, uh, after the news, see what I can find. Oh, now I'm so disappointed. These, <laughs> the Senate voted last night to reverse that informal guidance issued by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on what senators could wear. The resolution passed by voice vote with no objections. It now requires that business attire be worn on the floor of the Senate. And for men, that should include a coat 
tie and slacks or other Good. long pants. It did not specify what women should wear. The bipartisan resolution by Senators Mitt Romney and Joe Manchin ca- uh, came after backlash to Schumer's announcement that staff for the Chamber of Sergeant at Arms would no longer enforce a dress code on the Senate floor. The guidance came as Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman has been wearing shorts and sweatshirts around the Senate, voting from doorways so he didn't walk on the chamber floor and get in trouble for his casual dress. Hyundai and Kia. Fix the problem, Joe. See, we just changed the rules. We fixed the problem. Mm -hmm. Hyundai and Kia are recalling nearly 3.4 million vehicles in the U.S., telling owners to park them outside because of a risk of engine compartment fires. The recalls cover multiple car and SUV models from the 2010 through 2019 model years, including the Santa Fe and Sorrento SUVs. Documents posted by the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration say the anti-lock brake control module can leak fluid and cause an electrical short, which can touch off a fire while the vehicles are parked or being driven. Driven? Driven? Driven. Joe, did you see Roadworthy Rescues last night? I'd seen it before, so I didn't linger. No, no, you didn't. It was a brand new episode. No, it was a restoring a Model A in Detroit. No, you, you, I think you, you dumb, dreamt. dumb. What? You missed, you missed the new one that directly followed that. Oh, no, he, that didn't follow it on my TV. It was bitching rides or something. No, he he went and uh, oh, the Jeep. With, yeah, the oh, I J- saw the Jeep. Yeah, the J10 Jeep. Yeah, okay, yeah, I good. did see. It wasn't that. a dream. One of the All things right. I like to do is wildly speculate uh, when I open my mouth on this show. Mm-hmm. Would the Arizona situation have anything to do with the border? Do you guys think? I have no idea. I don't know. I can't find the story because I can't either, or I can't find a reason given. But I don't really care. Where did you see the story, Chris? If there's a statement from the state of Arizona. If you told me Hunter. Wall stepped down, I'd hmm. be excited. Uh, an acting governor? Being... You tell me it's walls, and I'm going to get worked up. Okay. You tell me it's this woman in Arizona, you know, who cares? What if she walked into the woods? She probably did. Right. How <laughs> many trees? It's tough to grow uh, trees in the desert. Uh, big story for uh, people who are fans of Harry Potter. Michael Gambone, the Irish-born actor uh, knighted for his storied career on the stage and screen and who ended up playing Albus Dumbledore in six of the hate Harry eight Harry Potter what? films has died. He was 82 years old. Oh, uh, the Potter oh, role. old? Uh, the Potter role raised Gambon's international profile and found him a huge audience, but he had long been recognized as one of Britain's leading actors. His work spanned TV, theater, and radio, and he starred in dozens of films from Gosford Park to The King's Speech to the animated family movie Paddington. Uh, he was knighted for his services to drama in 1998. The role of the much-loved Professor Dumbledore was initially played by another Irish-born actor, Richard Harris, in the first two films. But Harris died in 2002, and Gampone took over and played the part on the last eight uh, films. He did a hot lap for Jeremy and the boys, this guy. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Was it Richard Harris, the Richard Harris? Yeah, yeah. the singer-slash-actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Gambone said uh, once he did not read any of the books, arguing. John, you don't have to. You you don't have to go on, John. That's that's all right. We we don't <laughs> we don't need any more of that. Uh, Richard Harris could pull a cork, from what I uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. he was uh, notorious. Yeah, him notorious. and Peter O'Toole. Uh, there's yeah. stories that he did on Carson with about him and Peter O'Toole that were just great amazing. stories. Yeah. yeah well, Peter stories. O'Toole told the story, I think, to Letterman about how he and a drinking mate. Oh, the bar tried to be closed. They tried to get rid of them, so they just bought it. Bought the bar. I just sat there as the new there owners and kept drinking. That's yeah. how you do it. I don't. Rec- 
call all the information and the specs, but I read Jimmy Webb's book. He wrote MacArthur Park. Right. And he invited, Harris invited Jimmy Webb over because Harris wanted to record the song. And basically, Jimmy Webb said, I thought we were going to talk music. And all he wanted to do at first was sit around and drink. So, <laughs> and then yeah. he said the next day they ended up talking music. So. Yeah, you you got to get you got to get primed, John. You know, <laughs> John. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Okay. Oh wait, no, we need to hear from Rook. Well, if you're going to do that, you're going to hear about Minnesota Masonic Charities. 2006, a bunch of bunch of smart people come together and say, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pool all of our stuff here, and we are going to help people, young people, middle aged people." And people that are getting toward the end of their life. You a lot can, of people? A lot of people like them. Uh, MinnesotaMasonicCharities.org is the website. And I want you to go through their website and look at all the secrets. You know, when they started here on Garage Lodge, he goes, all we want to do is get the word out. Everybody wonders, what kind of funny meetings do we have? Do we wear the funny hats? Do we have the handshake? They do have some meetings, and they've got some meeting rooms, but everything is out in the open. So if you'd like to learn more about Minnesota Masonic Charities and how full of common sense they all are, you can, because there are no secrets. Find out all the answers at mnmasoniccharities.org. The uh, Hobbs story is, is not... <laughs> she not stepped as, down for one day. Not as we made it sound, yes. Yeah. But why did Fox News make it in the way that they, or whatever? Why, why should I be surprised? You're right. But they still, don't they, aren't they required to give a reason? Um, Unless it's medical, I suppose. You guys, have you heard? It might be medical, yeah. Have you heard of a show called Spittin' Chicklets? Yes, but I don't. It's about hockey? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dang good show. A lot of great, great stories. Anyway. Okay. You can go back to whatever boring topic you were talking about. Spittin' Chicklets is on uh, Twitter, too, I believe. That's yeah. where I know it from. Yeah, yeah. and they, they put clips on Facebook, yes. and every single one of them is worth watching. Isn't that Amazing the one where we stories. saw the uh, bellows? Or oh, that's Broad Street uh, Bullies. That's Broad Street Bullies. Right. No, it's like a podcast kind of show. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm surprised Frank didn't want to keep doing his podcast. Uh, didn't he just do one last week? I thought he said he was done doing it. Uh, he says he has enough money. Yeah, he basically sounded too lazy to continue doing a podcast. <laughs> He's like, hey, well, you know. I'm so yes, tired. yes, fellas. You couldn't identify with that. God, what a great cheap shot. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, I mean, right out of the get gate. Boom. Kapuya. I gave him a finger, and I thought, oh, should I not do that? No, that was laughed. fun. Oh, he laughed. Of course. He's a comedian. You didn't ask your question, by the way. Which was what? Weren't you going to ask him uh, the one you were asking us before he got here? We tried. It It just kind of yeah. got about talked About taking down. his act to a bigger room? No, the, the, no state, the, the state of comedy, right? Oh, I think we got into that pretty yeah. well. Uh, but he's so yeah. safe that he didn't. Yeah, really, you're right, right. You're right. You're right. He didn't really want to go there too deeply. 
Uh, apparently, I think what we could read between the lines is what that meant is he derives a lot of his income from corporate gigs. And, you know, if you the last thing he wants piss is... off Budweiser or something, I guess you're not going to get that job. Budweiser does a good enough job on their own. Right. right All right, let's wrap it up here. Let's go. Are you we'll ready? Wrap it up. Yeah. Where is she? Let's go here. I gotta save this, I guess. All right, Roland. Let's save. We're done with ads. This is name. It's Claude Lemieux, right? Yes. Claude Lemieux. Yeah, he could throw some hands, boy. Let me tell you. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Souchere. I got a note from Mike Eckert in Grand Marais. Living in Grand Marais the last 20 years, I'm an outcast. Had someone from the cities yell at me at the gas pump. Hmm. I love your GL sticker. It's so faded and worn, the first you ever sold at the fair. I told him that's nothing. In other words, he was getting uh, yelled at because he was a GLer in Grand Marais. Then the person doing the yelling must have known what that means. I guess so. Uh, I said, that's nothing. I have a personalized Gumption County map. He said, you better frame that. It is. It's framed and matted. My youngest daughter always sends me something GL for my birthday. The fair was always my birthday present to myself. My birthday is always around Labor Day. This year, I got the 30-year shirt. Been there since day one. Thanks, Mike. He's a, he's alone is he, in, in Grand Marais. I think there's more GLers in Grand Marais than you'd think. Uh, for sure. Only because they come to us. Oh, here's Downing's email. I was looking for oh, it earlier. Oh, you found it. Yeah. <laughs> you had a story the other day that pleasant weather was being blamed for an increase in alcohol and drug use. Does that mean the weather hysteria will have a new addition? We have cold warnings, heat warnings, bad air warnings. Now, pleasant weather warnings. We will be told with extreme pleasant weather expected this weekend, authorities are cautioning that people should remain in their homes and avoid social gatherings. With such extreme pleasant weather, there is an elevated risk of enjoying yourself, which is bad for you. So that could be coming. Uh-huh. See? Thank you, David. Only because they come to us. Where are they coming from? Newport? They're still in Eden Prairie, oh. the traveling linemen. Okay. On this day in 1839. Are you talking about September 28th? St. Paul resident Edward Phelan was arrested for the murder of his business partner, Joe Hayes. He was acquitted, but his character was so unsavory that many considered him guilty. <laughs> Hayes was the first death and the first murder in the city's history. That did not stop us from having a Lake Phelan, which is named for yeah. Ed Phelan. On this day in 1908, 928. Republican presidential candidate Howard Taft, I'm sorry, William Howard Taft, campaigned in Melrose as part of a whistle-stop tour of Minnesota that included Minneapolis, St. Cloud, and Sauk Center. He was introduced by Congressman Charles A. Lindbergh Sr. Taft urged voters not to take a chance on that Democratic candidate, William Jennings Bryan. Hmm. On this day in 1935, September 28th, Joan Groh was born in Minneapolis. She was Minnesota's Secretary of State from 1975 to 1998, the first woman elected to statewide office without first having been appointed. A member of the DFL, she championed voter and election reform, including such programs as vote by mail and motor voter registration. Boo. 
<laughs> on this day in 1955. Sports related. What year? 1955. 55. Uh, 55. Something about the because that was before the, something about the Millers. Yes, the final game at Nicollet Park. Uh, the Minneapolis Millers played the Rochester Red Wings, winning the Junior World Series nine to four. After Nicollet Park was demolished, the Millers' home would be Metropolitan Stadium until the Twins arrived. Huh. That's where, isn't it? That park was where the Kmart is now, right? Yeah, something in Nicollet Thirty something or whatever there. Right Second, up. it wasn't where First. Kmart is. It was uh, no, where the post office. It was is, south right? of south of yeah. where Kmart is, like Thirty First okay. or something. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Right over there, though. It's over there. Ted Williams. I was never in that park, but I was in the original Midway Stadium, which is not the Midway Stadium where the Saints played twenty right. years ago. There was another oh, one on the other side, on right? the on the north side of Snelling. I got to make a note: uh-huh. Saint of Second Chances, right? Oh, if you haven't seen it, it's just fabulous. The Saint would, of Second uh, Chances. Would that first Midway Park be where I saw in about nineteen seventy six Santana and the Marshall Tucker Band? Would that? Because there was a uh, ballpark on that side of Snelling, I saw a big concert. That's where it was then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one where you drank all the way there and then passed out? No, in that was in that was in Fargo. That was Jeff Beck. Yeah. And it wasn't Got in the it. parking lot. I, I saw the first was, act, <laughs> then I fell asleep through Jeff Beck, then I woke up from Fleetwood Mac. So I was scheduled to be uh, half of a team that was going to throw out the first pitch at that stadium. Oh. And uh they uh, recommend that maybe I should just sit on the uh, right. so just right. you know, just <laughs> I just want to this play sit, out. sit there and uh, hold on to that bench as, as tightly as you possibly can. <laughs> Some woman just away. threw out a first ball and she nailed it with a strike. Who it was, was it? Um, Who am I thinking of? I just saw that. Who am I thinking of? Somebody's mom did a hell of a job. Okay, thank you, Not G. Ellers. Is that going to do it for yeah, the day? Yeah, I think okay. so. I'll tell you what, GLers, if you're sitting around when it's 95 degrees and you can't run the marathon because it's too hot. Too heat. Too heat. Why don't you go to YouTube and find the Garage Logic page on YouTube and then subscribe to it. It's free and it will be very entertaining while you're melting outside. And go to garagelogic.com. You can become a member of the town council for as little as 10 bucks a month or $100 a year. And you can be in the club. Listen to the pregame. Listen to the in-between breaks and the postgame. It's a lot of fun, a lot of entertainment, and a good way to pass the time. Garage Logic Town Council at garagelogic.com. And it's not too early to buy Halloween presents. We've got a lot of Garage Logic garb at garagelogic.com. Boy, Oakland is really a bad club. Yes, yes they are. Where does where do our lads go from here? Colorado. Today's the last home game. It is. Oh, they're playing right now. Oh, Thanks for that. That's right. Just gonna say that. They go to Colorado for three, and is that it? Yes. So they're done Sunday, October first. Who's been to that ballpark? Me. 
That's I a neat one. Great. I, I saw them the Padres. It. They just they kicked their God, ass. I seven to two. I took the bait and I you did did and you? I'm usually the yeah, one that doesn't great. fall for his. They had four bases, a home, first, second, and a third. Huge pitcher's mound and a bunch of grass. <laughs> guys that were hitting balls like everywhere. <laughs> one guy in blue behind the. No, that park is neat though because you can see the mountains from your seat and uh, right there. They're up there. You look up. It's a great view. Yeah, mountains over the uh, fence. The consumer oh. is catching on to the folly of EVs. I didn't say I was ready, Joel. <laughs> All right, Broskies. The consumer. Does PJ Fleck do that jump on the players thing when they lose, too? No. No, no he doesn't. Thank God. Again, I answered a stupid question. Yeah. I think I could do that already. Did you say that because Pat tweeted about that? Is that why you. Uh, no, I saw it on Twitter where he did that, and then I thought, does he do it when they lose? No. Okay. The consumer is what now? Catching on to the folly of EVs. Catching on. On to is in one word? No. No. Yeah. Not in this case. On to the folly. Oh, the rules are you must have a pee before Well, that's why I ask, because he'll yell at me. Jeez. Catching on to the folly of EVs. Actually, no apostrophe. Probably works either way, but I don't care. Michelle Obama. You know what, Joe? Which way do you prefer? Yeah. In this case, I would just go two separate words. Two separate words? Yeah. Just trying to make or a combo deal. It I depends, just, like, if you're trying to save time. Michelle Obama <laughs> enriches herself in Munich, Germany. Michelle Obama. Is a guy, no, sorry, uh, is, what now? Enriches herself, herself, one in word, Obama in, 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 uh, Munich. in Munich, Germany, Munich, Germany. How did you spell Munich? M U N I C K. No, there's an H in there. Is that an H? How do you spell Munich? Is that with one C or Munchkin. two K's? Munchkin. And uh, John Height News. You did something bigger than that, though, didn't you? Uh-uh. What did uh, we start with? Weather? No. Oh, the president and the strike? That comes under the EV stuff. I suppose. Put in there, uh, excessive heat warning causes mayor to withdraw from Twin Cities Marathon. That's one of the things I'm so glad she's done doing. God, were those boring. John Height News. Sit there for five fucking hours to watch her run by for 10 seconds. I didn't do that once for a kid. She ran too many. She ran like eight, I think, seven or eight. The Boston one was cool, though. That was fun. But, yeah. What's the score, John? Were you married? I'm not watching. Time? Yeah, in fact, I was working here. Because she did that in 20... Is it 2010? 2009 or 2010? No, it was. It was 2010. Well, i you fellas tomorrow. What year was the bombing? Because it was not long after that. The bombing was 13. 13, yeah. You covered one, didn't you? Yeah. 
Chris, I just sent you stories. Oh, I didn't even have to remind you. Thanks, John. What yeah. was the score? I wasn't watching. Uh, I can check, though. I got it right in front of oh, me. I thought you had it on. I thought you had it on. John, you keep coming to my spam. Spam, 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 spam. What time do you guys want to head to Faribault to watch tennis? Yikes. Uh, one zip, top of the six. The Athletics are ahead. The Twins have one hit. I got to listen who's, to a little bit on the radio driving home last night. Who's Medina or Medina? That's who's pitching for Oakland. He's got five innings, one hit. I'm going to guess he's a rookie. <laughs> They're a tough team to watch and know anybody. That's what I was listening to on the radio because – it doesn't matter how bad the game is. It's pleasant. Did, did we pitch Sonny Gray only four innings because we want to save his arm for the playoffs, or what the hell? They said something about that last night, that Rocco's letting them go however long they they want to. He, he went four innings, and now Maida's pitching uh, in relief. Maida. Yeah, they're going to use him in the bullpen, they said. Who's got the one hit? Kyle Farmer at shortstop. I like him. Excuse me. He's a, you know what he is? He's a ball player. He's a ball player. Ooh, that was a weird noise. You know who I, I like wait. to watch on the Twins? Uh, Willie Castro. Yeah, he's. I mean, I always watched him, but I didn't see him every day, so I didn't know he was that good. He's versatile. It's going to be versatile. funny when they have to play Houston and they're going to lose to the Astros. I watched the last couple nights Houston and the Mariners rooting for the Mariners, of course. Didn't, didn't work out for me. I like what's his name, Julio. Julio Rodriguez. Oh yeah, we almost had a brawl last night for no reason. Hmm. He, uh, Naris, is that his name, reliever for Houston, struck yeah. him out, and yep. then Naris went toward Rodriguez, yelling, Ooh, screaming at him, no, and Rodriguez had done nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, so we don't do that. Nobody knew what it was. You know, there's too like, much taunting in baseball, John. Too much taunting. taunting. I don't mind taunting as long as it's. Tasteful. <laughs> what? You're tasteful. What? Hey, Did you just break up? Huh? Oh, your, your mic went all wonky on me for a minute. You're talking to me? Yeah, hey, I'm talking hey, to you. Hey, you talking to me? Hey. Uh. Ooh, Packers got a lot of injuries again. What the hell's going on? What the hell? How did they come back and win that game on Sunday? Um, uh, well, New Orleans offense couldn't do anything with Winston, that quarterback, so they couldn't. Oh hang yeah, on did what's his name get hurt? Is that what happened? Yeah, hurt his shoulder on a sack, and then they couldn't move the ball, so they kept punting, and the Packers were able to move the ball really well. Actually, Jordan Love was uh, pretty good, and yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. Cool. And then I didn't understand this. They're down 17-3, right? Yeah. They score they score a touchdown, so it's 17-9. to And LaFleur goes for two. Huh. And, and gets it, luckily. And that's how they ended up winning. And then they scored another touchdown and kicked the extra point. But the fact that he went for two, so I suppose he said to himself, I'm going for two either now or at the other touchdown. So sure. I, I, I was confused. Because then if you go for two and don't get it, then you do it again. Did Joe leave? He yeah. did. This guy's walking around. David Letterman. 
You were watching Peter O'Toole, weren't you, Kenny? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Well, John, I might as well cut you loose, too, because yeah, I got to I go. gotta... edit Josh. I you know what I got to do? It? I got to cut the lawn, Chris. It's really long right now. Wait, no. If you're going to do that, then you're going to get this. One of my favorite sound bites ever. I think I, think I know what I'm getting. I'm yeah. going out to cut grass. Okay, good enough. <laughs> TK, All right. Are you got to watch uh, the All Star game. Nope. Not I'm right. going out to cut grass. Okay. <laughs> I will see you on Monday because oh, tomorrow shit, is Friday. Thursday. Oh, right. I will be sending you my timesheet in just moments also. All right. So sounds you know. good. Sounds All right. Good. Have a good week.